Hey everybody, you're listening to the Talk Your Sass Show. I'm your host, Jenna Bewent. Welcome back. You can catch me on the internet as Jen Talks Tech. If you're new here, the show features stories and conversations about what it really means for Black and Brown women to be successful in tech careers. It shares their stories, their experiences, and all the things it takes to climb to the top of the success ladder. The good, the bad, the ugly, the glow up, the traumatic, and how we heal and learn lessons along the way. I also talk about things like luxury lifestyles, rich mindsets, and using a high-impact, high-earning career to create real generational wealth. I want to change the narrative and share stories and experiences of Black women that are changing the trajectory of their lives and their family lives. So let's talk some sass. Let's get into it. This is episode seven, guys. This is my completion number. This is me showing up and publishing seven episodes. We are seven episodes into the first season of the Talk Your Sass show. I'm so proud of that. I'm giving myself my roses and I'm here for it. Obviously, you're here for it too. Thank you for coming back and welcome to episode seven. So today's episode is going to be about career ownership and being the CEO of your career and taking ownership of your career. Um, I saw this quote online recently this week that really spoke to me and I wanted to put it in this episode. I don't know who the person is that uh, made the quote, um, but the quote says, create your own destiny or someone will create it for you. And it's by Jack Welch. I don't know who Jack Welch is, but I definitely agree that if you don't have a plan or vision for your destiny, somebody is going to bring you along to create theirs, or they're going to create a version of a destiny for you. So let's get into this career talk and um, career ownership. So um, I I thought about this and um, been thinking about this throughout the Great Resignation, and you know people are calling it the the great um, redistribution, and they have all these remix names um, for the great resignation, right? And the whole point is that long gone are the days where people just sat back and said that they're grateful for having a job, or they just kept their heads down and figured that if they worked hard and mind their business, that somebody was going to notice their effort and give them a promotion. So that's wrong, 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 wrong. And that's back in the day. That mindset, it it doesn't work in 2022 and it's not gonna work in the future of work. So in the future of work, it's a CEO kind of vibe. Um, It's a all things career ownership and how to be the CEO of your career. And what does that even mean? So Career ownership is about taking ownership of your career. Nobody is going to do that. Nobody is coming, sis. You have to rescue your own career success. And nobody can care as much about your career as you do or you can. So career ownership is really just owning your own career progression and having a mindset and an attitude that your boss isn't responsible for your career success and your career advancement or development, you're responsible for it. 
Um, the definition for career ownership is uh, really self-directed career growth and development and advancement um, and creating a process that involves trusting yourself. So self-trust, self-starting, self-learning, self-development and self-accountability. It's a whole lot of self, basically. It's all about you, you yourself taking ownership of those things um, and using them to fuel your career growth or career development. Um, and it means being responsible for your career path and your career satisfaction. So let's just go through some quick points of what career ownership looks like in real life and what it really looks like to own your career. What do people that own their careers do differently versus people who kind of just let their careers happen to them or put the responsibility in the uh, manager's hands, right? So people that own their careers tend to have the crucial conversation with their managers from day one. And they let their managers know what their expectations are. So I know that when I, even when I'm interviewing, I do this, but especially during, like when we have our 30, 60, 90, or when we get to our 90 day review after starting a job, I definitely let my manager know things like, I'm trying to stay in this role for X amount of years. I, my end goal or the role that I'm trying to get to is X and I want to do that in this amount of time. Or, you know, I want to go to more conferences or I want to speak at conferences. I've definitely let them know what my expectations are, even if it's I want to make X amount of money um, while I'm in this role or while I'm underneath your leadership or I want to get a promotion by 18 months from now, you know, whatever it is, I let them know off the bat that this is what I expect. Um, they typically, career, people that own their careers, uh, big CEO energy is they make decisions for their own career path and they don't let the opinions of or fears of other people stop their decisions. So, if they want to go for a promotion or a stretch job, they don't let or a stretch role. They don't let um, someone else trying to talk them out of it or, um, you know, someone else's ne- negativity or self-limiting beliefs talk them out of what they know is possible for them. Um, they take initiative and they don't just sit around at their laptop um, or their desk waiting for someone to tell them what to do and how to do their job every day. Because they know what they want to work on, they go after it. And they seek out ways to add value and solve problems in their own unique way. And if they want to do something, they share that. And then they start doing it. They don't wait for permission. Um, When I was managing people, I think one of the things that really separated somebody who I thought that would be successful and somebody who really just like would drive me crazy or, uh, yeah, (laughs) is someone who didn't have any self-start in them. Somebody who, listen, Google has the answers. Like at this point, nobody can out-Google me. Like it's just, it's not debatable. You cannot out-Google me because I know that Google has the answers. Google has the information. Like 
it's just information is out there for whoever who wants whoever wants to take it and take advantage of it. And so, you know, it nothing drives me crazy more than to have a direct report ask me something that they could figure out themselves or wait for permission to start doing something or advice to start doing something when they could have just figured it out themselves. And that'll take you a long way. That's the backdrop. That's the big gem because self-starting and figuring things out on your own is is so simple um, in practice. And like, it's like, duh, right? Like, why wouldn't you do that? But you'd be surprised about how many people who don't do that and are waiting for the answers and waiting for the answers to drop out of the sky or from their boss or wherever. And instead of going and seeking out the answers, seeking out information and knowledge and coming up with their own plan and strategies uh, or solutions to solve things. Um, People who practice career ownership, they clearly and confidently share their strengths as well as their weaknesses. And they know their areas of growth. They seek out different projects or things that can help them in their areas of growth. So um, career ownership is not only about being good at certain things or mastering certain things, but it is definitely also about having the humility and the self-awareness to know what you're not good at so that you can improve it. And it's kind of like that build in public method where you know you're not good at something, you can share that with your management. And then you could come back and share ways that you're working on this or ways that you're using to get different projects or learning opportunities to help close those gaps. People that are career owners, they are career CEOs, they proactively seek out feedback and they know when to apply the right feedback because not all feedback is good feedback as we know. So um, they have the discernment to know what's good feedback to apply and what's good feedback to just listen and maybe not apply. Or sometimes sometimes I, I use feedback to give to somebody else. Sometimes I use the same feedback depending on if the manager has self-awareness or not, but sometimes I can use the same feedback and turn around and give it back to the manager in a different way, of course. So definitely being able to take feedback and apply feedback. People who are career owners or career CEOs, they definitely have a point of view. They have a perspective. And I'm going to touch on this in another episode um, or in another training or some sort of course or class that I have coming up. So make sure you're in the career Deluxe Career Club so you can hear more about that. But there is so much power in perspective and having your own perspective and having your own vision, bringing your own vision, right? Bringing your own perspective that you can share, advocate, and defend at work is so powerful, especially as a woman, especially as a Black or Brown woman, because people are looking for these new, fresh, unique ideas and perspectives. And you need to have the courage 
and the confidence to be able to share them. I, I, I can't tell you how many times that I've shared my perspective and it changed the game at work. Um, in a project or the bottom line or a design or a product, whatever, your own perspective is so, so powerful. I can't stress that enough. People who own their careers, they know that their career is a marathon and not a sprint. This is so important because I think everyone is trying to get everywhere fast and take the shortcut and take the elevator and not the stairs. And I think you get places step by step, right? And you reach success step by step. It's no fast track really to success. Shortcuts, I mean, the hack, the shortcut, it might give you some benefits in the short term, but not all shortcuts are good. Some shortcuts are really short falls, right? So knowing that your career is a marathon and treating your career like a marathon or a series of sprints or a series of projects really can just be an aha moment and open up so many doors for you because you use each sprint or each project or each moment, each job role to elevate to the next one, to level up to the next one. Um, Using your current job to prepare you for your next job and what the next job can do for you is really all all it's about. Um, People who own their careers, they're always thinking, does this opportunity or this job align with my long-term vision or my long-term goals for my career? And if it doesn't, then they're not moving on that. They're not taking that. Um, And... Lastly, I want to say people who own their careers and are the CEOs of their careers, they have accountability for their work. They don't have an attitude of like, this work is just like the job's work or the company's work or the manager's work, what the manager wants me to do, right? They're trying to find the level up in every responsibility or task. They're trying to find that silver lining or the gem in every responsibility or task, because as I said, it can take you into a a bigger job, into into a higher paying job, into a more visible job, into a job with more impact. So you don't want to waste any moments. You don't want to waste any opportunity for you to be brilliant or for you to share your excellence thinking that it's just on the job or it's just the managers, whatever. Um, and in that you have to know the difference between what is re- like busy work or what are just like these remedial tasks that the boss might be giving me versus what are real high visible projects that are going to change the game, that are going to move the needle and separate yourself in that don't waste your brilliance or excellence on remedial tasks, on things that don't even matter. Like don't prioritize those. Prioritize the opportunities that are going to move the needle and be able to recognize that. Right now, I know the world is saying that we're going to be going into a light recession. If you've been paying attention to the news, it's a lot of recession talk. 
And going through the last recession, I can tell you that I, I, I'm not concerned or I'm not uh, scared about, I have no fear with this quote unquote coming recession because the difference between where I am now and where I was then is that I practice career ownership now. Um, I have a strong career brand. I know my um, zone of genius. I have mastered a skill set. I have career mastery. I have power skills and I know them. And so I know that I'm going to be able to get a job because I'm employable. I have employable skills. So I think that's what being the CEO of your career is all about. It really means being confident and diligent and proactive with your skill building and your ongoing education, your personal education. Um, It really takes confidence to understand your value and position yourself as an asset. And I think once you've done those things, you're definitely the CEO of your career. You have the, you got the big boss CEO energy. Like it's giving, it's giving CEO energy. Being a boss of your, being a CEO of your career means having the courage, the fire, the ability to promote and remove yourself if needed from people, situations, and opportunities that are no longer serving you. If it's not serving you, you got to go. It means knowing when to, like a CEO, diversify, divest, get rid of the overhead. And that can mean people, situations, or companies. Um, knowing when to start a, a side hustle or take a career break or throw in the towel and start completely fresh. These are all things that someone that's a CEO of their career knows that they have to do and feel comfortable doing so. Um, I want to know if you guys are practicing this. If you're into the big boss CEO energy, please let me know if you're feeling this episode and you want to know all more about career ownership or you want to get into it, let's talk about it. Let me know in the comments on IG once I post this episode, or you can text me directly with your questions on career ownership at 202-978-4072. Let me know what you think. And one more thing I want to leave you all with is having big CEO energy means giving yourself permission to evolve and to explore. Um, Explore new things, evolve to new things and become the next version of yourself and who you're supposed to be in your career or in your life. Um, It means not shrinking and expand and instead expanding, expanding to take up more space, expanding in knowledge, experience, and expertise, as well as expanding in influence and thought leadership. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Thank you for checking in, um, taking your time out to listen to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you love it. Again, you guys can email me anytime at message at talkyourstats.com. The best way to hit me up and the fastest way to get a response from me, of course, is to text me 202-978-4072. You can listen to this episode and the rest of my episodes uh, one through seven uh, on Spotify, 
wherever you listen to your podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. I'm still not at, on Apple because I don't feel like fighting with Apple right now, but wherever you listen to your podcast, go ahead and check it out. Pull up Talk Your Sass Show. I'm there. Um, head over to talkyoursass.buzzsprout.com for the full show notes for this episode. If you enjoyed it, please let me know. Go ahead and tap in, hit the subscribe, like, follow, or share button. Share it with a friend and comment if you are really rooting for us. If you really want to see me win, go ahead and give me the review on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. I want to hear from dope women like you. I really love reading you guys' reviews, comments, and questions and feedback on my podcast. So please leave me anything that you want to share. I would love to read it. Thank you for listening to the Talk Your Sass show. This is Jenna Bewent. Until next time, I am making room, making space, and talking more sass.